inspiring you to reach your goals and live your dream. And live your dream. This is the Keaton Nelson Show. Alrighty, guys. Welcome to the Keaton Nelson Show. Today, I have an awesome guest on here today. Um, it's Brianna. She has like scaled three businesses or been like a vital part in scaling three businesses to over seven figures in like like a really short amount of time. So she's got a lot of knowledge and experience that she can share with us today. Brianna, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you're you're the man, Keaton. Let's be real. Come on. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Conquering the social media marketing world. <laughs> yeah, getting there, getting there. We're doing good. Um, exciting things happening. Actually, one of my clients just got their first 100K view So uh, on TikTok. I'm pretty pumped about that. Stop it. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, like 3,000 followers in like a day. I'm like, Jesus, this shit's for real. 3,000? Okay, yeah. look at you go. What kind well, of video was it? Huh? What kind of video was it? Uh, it was a clip from a podcast they were on. See, this this could be the one that goes viral right now, right? Um, and they got 12 booked sales calls from, no from a TikTok. Are you, are you kidding me? Yeah, this is awesome. Um, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're figuring out all the, the things to do that's actually going to make money. Um, you've already figured that stuff out. But um, before I get into all the stuff you're doing now, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you and like, where you, where are you from? How was it growing up? What was it like when, you know, how was mom and dad? Why you got this ambition and stuff? Yeah. What's stuff from, start from like the beginning. Where's you, where are you from originally? So I'm from uh, Palmdale, California, which is about an hour outside of Los Angeles. So I consider myself an LA girl for sure. I grew up going there. Mm-hmm. And my parents worked in aerospace, so they're engineers. My dad's like very intellectual, um, and my mom's very outgoing. So she's a spicy Latina Mexicana. So I have a little Latina spice going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I remember being a little girl and like looking up at billboards and thinking ads were so cool. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. And then right out of college, I started um, working in the billboard industry. Um, and that's kind of like how I catapulted my career into marketing and whatnot. You went to school for marketing? I went to school for communication. And I mean, I have my thoughts about the education system. I love my education. I went to UC Santa Barbara, Uh but for an entrepreneur, it's like, sometimes you just got to get out there and just go for it and learn yourself and fail over and over until you like figure it out, you know? Yeah. I agree with you there. Like I, I dropped out of school, out of college, um, and I was going to school for music. So Were you? yeah, nothing, but like experience is the only reason I'm expe- uh, successful and a lot of failing. Like, dude, like it's really easy to look at. I mean, what we're doing now, but like, I tried like doing a drop shipping store and like throwing some money in Facebook ads and stuff and like <laughs> losing a bunch of money and everything. So I, I've tried a bunch of different things. I tried doing real estate, being a realtor and I sucked at it and I hated really? it. No yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, dude, it, and it's just like I didn't have the experience. I didn't have the knowledge to succeed. So um, totally. I'm right there with you. I think that um, unless you're like going to be like a doctor or a, a lawyer, nurse, a lawyer where you like you need it, you can't operate without it. Yeah, you should go and do it, you know, but otherwise, like even when I'm hiring people, I don't care about their degree whatsoever. Not, not even a little bit. And I see a lot of people like that who own businesses and who hire a bunch of people. 
and they're more concerned about like things like their willingness to overcome and, and problem solve. Right. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like it's, it's so easy to get caught up in like, okay, I need to like invest like a hundred thousand dollars in my education. I was actually considering getting an MBA. I walked on the UCS USC campus. Um, and I met the most remarkable people who were in the MBA program. It was like an executive MBA program, but I was like, am I going to drop $250,000 on this program? Or I considered investing in like masterminds. And that's what happened. I, I got hit with a Facebook ad, Rudy Moore, about a year ago, and this dude had had his stuff going on. And I was like, okay, this guy knows all about funnels. And like, this is what I'm doing right now. I need to like invest in myself, invest in my business. And so that's what I did is I hired him to like mentor me instead of go like spend $250,000 on a degree. And honestly, my investment is made back in full, if not more. And then now I'm work for one of his partner brands. Like I do operations, like chief executive operations officer or whatever. So yeah, the traditional way isn't always the best way. Yeah. That's so funny. I, um, I didn't say that to people who who like were in my music program with me. I was like, you you guys know that we could have just paid 60 bucks an hour to these professors and got private lessons and learned what we wanted to learn instead of the bullshit that they wanted us to learn (laughs) for like a crazy fraction of the cost. I'm like, damn, why did I think about that when I was 18? Um, But yeah, you're spot on. Um, So when you, you sold billboards first though, right? When you didn't get into like uh, digital marketing or anything like that right away, what was it like selling billboards oh my gosh okay so i didn't get any leads fed to me right like we had to go out there i was 23 at the time 23 i had to go out into my small hometown palmdale and like build relationships with people so i joined board of directors and i actually had to be creative right i had to think outside of the box so i came up with this happy birthday balloon strategy where I would go to Party City, I would buy a happy birthday balloon, 99 cents, then I'd have a handwritten note. And so I'd walk into the doctor's office and the gatekeeper's there, you know, because they always shoo away all these sales reps. And I have this balloon in my hand. <laughs> she's like, she's like, hi, can I help you? I was like, yes, Dr. Yadagar here. She's like, okay. She's so confused. She's like, okay, let me go get him. She like goes and gets the doctor (laughs) and he like walks out and I'm like, hi, Dr. Yadigar. I just want to say happy birthday. It may be tomorrow, maybe in six months, but I know you're going to have a birthday this year. (laughs) And so like, he was like busted up laughing. He's like, oh my God. Hi. Hello. Come in. Let's talk, you know, (laughs) like talk about billboards. So you just have to be creative and think outside of the box in order to get in, in an industry like that. And it like was really challenging. It pushed me and it really helped catapult my understanding of what it is to build relationships in sales, which is basically the premise of like any business. You really have to have that as an entrepreneur. Yeah. A hundred percent. That was the story. Like, just so you guys know, I, we met uh, at one of Rudy Myers events a few weeks ago or a month ago. I don't know when, um, and he had like a cocktail hour. We're all like drinking, having a good time. And I was like asking her these questions. And she told me she bought a freaking balloon <laughs> to, to hijack or sneak into the, the get past the gatekeeper so she can make a sale. I'm like, 
Are you kidding me? No wonder you're so successful or going to be so like, it just blows my mind. Um, because most people won't do that shit. They'll get told no and they'll go back to their car and be shaking because they were too scared to ask in the first place and they'll give up. But I have a lot of those too. We all go through that. No, I did too. I've done it. I when I first started, I like um I printed out I was broke as hell. I was waiting tables at uh, Red Robin. I had like $27 in my bank account. And um, I like designed something on Canva saying like social media management. And on the backside, it's like $99 a month. I'll manage your social media or whatever. Like dirt. Bro, that's Dude, insane. Insane, right? I've never done that. No idea what I was doing. I didn't even know that other people did it. I thought I was like the first person to think about this idea. You know, I didn't know about Ty Lopez. I didn't know about so anything. original. Yeah, so original. So you're the OG of social uh, media management. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and, and so I printed it out, and it was this big black background, and it didn't fit on the page. I like had to pay a print shop to print it out. It didn't fit on the page, so they had this white outline. A print shop? You paid a print shop? Yeah. <laughs> Oh like I, I like went down there's like down the street like and it was like the, this dirty it wasn't staples or anything it was like this dirty little print shop and i went in the back and was like trying to get them to fit it on the page they couldn't do it so i had this white outline and i'm like oh, i can't go and hand my flyers out like this so i i'm at home with my daughter and i put like on like frozen or something that so she can watch it she's probably like two or three years old at this point and i'm sitting in my desk chair which my desk is in my living room at this point and i'm like living in this small small two-bedroom apartment and i have a pair of scissors and i'm chopping off the edge and i couldn't do more than one at a time because it wouldn't come out like even and i did it for hours and hours and hours and then i took them and i went and knocked on doors and well not not went to businesses opened the door and said hey can i talk to the manager or the uh, owner and I was like, you know, trembling, you know, scary. That's yeah, so scary. Running back to my car. And then they asked me questions about like, do you do SEO or, um, you know, Google my business or get, can you get me ranked on Google or, or do you run Facebook ads or whatever? Like they're asking me all these questions about digital marketing. I had no idea. I had no idea what the hell they're talking about. I'd go back to the car and have to Google it and be like, can I do that? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't do that. Um, but that was how I got my first client. Wow. But the pitch was, hey, if you call me back before the end of the day, I'll do your first month for free. Dude, that's that's hustle right there. Yeah, I went I went to 50 businesses. One person called me back and he called me back two days later. So I actually got paid. So <laughs> and he happened to have four CD stores. So I charged him for all four. But that was the start. It, even that like is 400 bucks a month is nothing, you know, yeah. but I was like, dang, I could do this. But um, yeah, most that takes people- guts to do like that really does. Like the fact you even did that, Katie, you know, you're like, I need to make a change in my life. Like these waiting tables is not working for me. <laughs> yeah. All. Especially at like Red Robin, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like burgers and fries. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. It, it, it paid off. I mean, like obviously now, um, but most like, so if you guys are listening and you want to start a business, just go out and hustle. You might get I can see you in a red robin uniform for you sure. You can see it, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> my apron and everything. Oh and yeah. Handing out burgers and fries and baskets and stuff. Can I take yeah. your order? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you guys want to drink? And I was a badass server too, by the way. Like I took it like my sales were higher than everyone else. Like we had like per, per check thing. Like there, just a um the average guest order was like 12 bucks. So you get a table of six. Oh, low. That's yeah. So but like we could, 
most of the table sessions were like four tables, right? I would have eight, 10, 12, and I'd be run, running around hustling. And I'd have my check average to like, like per person to like 20, 25 bucks, which is like unheard of. But I was, not, I was, I could make, I could make like 500 in a night on a good night. I read Robin. That's really good. Oh, dude. I was dripping in sweat afterwards running around. And, but yeah, <laughs> I read Robin, believe it or not. But like it's stuff like that. But, but everyone else was okay making their hundred bucks or 80 bucks, 60 bucks a night and, and chilling. But yeah, it's a different ballgame for sure. This is a lot more fun though in my opinion. And I get a lot more, like, I get to hang out with my kids at night and stuff, put them to bed and all that. But anyways, sorry, I'm getting off my tangent. Uh, so what are you, what are you up to now? So you, you sold billboards, you, you got past the gatekeepers. You must've done okay at that. But like, what was that transition for you where you're like not working for someone else? You're kind of working for yourself or was it hiring Rudy? What was it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so when I was working in the billboard industry, I realized like, okay, where do I find these people to like sell these billboards? And I had to like, I joined board of directors and I joined a UC Santa Barbara, like an alumni council where it was like 30 rock star marketing professionals on this board. And they were all way more advanced because I was like 24 at the time. And like, my mind was just blown. I was like, these people, oh my God, the chief technological officer of the MGM grand Wow. Yeah. On that board. Um, and now he's like the chief informational officer of the Cosmopolitan, like people like that on this board. And then we're all alumni at this school. So I was just like hanging with those people. <laughs> like, What's up? This little 24 year old. And I always had this itch in me, like, I want to do more, you know, like I want to, I, I don't want to just sell billboard. I knew I wasn't meant for just something like that. Like I wanted to really sincerely help people and billboards is very limiting. It's just branding. Right. right. So I kind of went on this long journey to figure out like, how can I really help people like solve a problem? Um, and I got introduced to like Russell Brunson and funnels and yep. he's like, I made $500,000 in three months by selling like, um, fat burning pills and through this funnel. And I'm like, okay, dude, I need to find all about. Yeah. All right. That. My <laughs> potato gun and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, this dude has it going on. So yeah. I went to my first funnel hacker live. Um, I met somebody who won a two comma club award. Um, I hired him as like my first mentor to kind of coach me and guide me. And then we ended up partnering on deals together. Um, and then I started consulting for other people um, but then I wanted to take it to the next level. So that's when I got hit with the the Facebook ad with Rudy Moore. And, you know, I hired him to kind of like help shape the company. And right now I've been focusing on helping attorneys generate leads. So we have like this all like in-house system where we could send automated text messages, emails, we generate leads for them. And then I'm also in this process of helping them automate several portions of their business, like warm or a forum sent to clients and so it's just kind of like a new innovative way to like automate your law firm in addition to generate the leads so that's what i've been focused on right now in this point in time um and i'm also working at one of rudy moore's partner brands called referral wave where we have this like in-house automated referral system where we like we guarantee like every three people we bring to the or every three people like every three referrals you bring to the door you'll get a client out of it you know mm -hmm. so so i'm just learning and growing so much dude it's like amazing 
Yeah, this is awesome. How's um how are you getting business for the uh, attorneys? You running Facebook ads? What how are you how are you hustling there now? Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna give away my deepest darkest secret. Yes. Okay, so listen I, up, kids. <laughs> I find these attorneys in Facebook groups, right? Oh, I can't believe I'm giving this strategy. You gotta give it away. Come on, this is the place to do it. The Keaton Nelson show. <laughs> okay, okay. So I find them in Facebook groups, and I go to like business networking groups. And I'm I live in Tampa, so I'm like looking for the best estate planning attorney in all of Tampa. And so all of these people like tag all these attorneys, like like 30 tags I'm like <laughs> perfect oh 30 leads <laughs> <Yeah>. for free <laughs> for free <laughs> and then I shoot them a dm and I'm like hey um my name is Bree I was wondering if you'd handle like five to ten more clients this month or something along those lines and then we start a whole like dm conversation get them on a sales call and then like you know seal the deal from there yeah. sweet what's it like uh, I used to, geez, I, I've done everything. I used to caddy and I caddied for a lot of attorneys. Wait, what? You used to caddy? Yeah. When I was 12 golf? years old, I started caddying. Um, You're good at golf. Uh, I could be better. I, I love golf though. Okay. Um, but it was so much fun. I had my, like my first beer on the golf course, like with these guys, like hilarious okay. stuff. Um, and, but I, I used to caddy for a bunch of attorneys and they were like the funniest people in the world and the best people to hang out with outside of work. I don't know how they were, if they're assholes while they're working with you or not, but like, I'm just like curious, how are they, how's it working with attorneys? They're a special breed. Um, I'm actually dating an attorney right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Sure. Yeah, but it's very new. So mm-hmm. FYI. Oh, Is my he God. one of your clients? No, 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 no. I met him another way that we, I didn't even meet him through the Legion ordeals but um i like them they're very intellectual very um i mean not easy to work with like a lot of them are behind on the time so i've been coming across a lot of attorneys who are like overwhelmed by this whole new marketing and sales process to be honest right um but they're pretty level-headed they're logical and they're great communicators which that i mean it's kind of been a dream clientele to work with and then they have the finances to back up like a project like this so it for me i i think i found like my ideal target audience um but just because i found a way to really help them if that makes sense yeah so so why did you are you specifically with like estate attorneys or just attorneys in general yeah that's a good question i'm focusing on estate planning attorneys right now um and we are branching out into other spectrums right now, but right now it's our focus is estate planning. Yeah. So why did you decide to niche down like that? Where like, I mean, you hear it all the time or like, that's like people's advice. The riches are in the niches and stuff like that. Um, I've always been too afraid to do that for some reason, but um, I'm interested to, to see why you decided to do that. Well, we found a specific, like, it's like we found this path that really, really worked mm-hmm. and we decided to replicate it and see if it worked for other people. And it did. So we just kind of narrowed down and like, this is how we can really help people. But we are working on different niches right now. Like we're definitely expanding, like we're at that point, but it just, when you find something that works so well for a specific demographic, like you want to optimize that and just like run with it as much as you can so other people can reap the benefit of it. It's more of like, we, we found this, we found like 
the hot ticket winning item for the estate planning attorney. So we just like, just yeah. like let's just go with it. You know? Does it save you work too? Like you don't have to go and create something new for every new client. You already have it, a system built out for, because they're basically the same client. Yeah, that's that's the key. Oh my gosh. I've like in these past few years, I realized if you try to do custom campaigns for every new person who walks in the door, especially marketing, it's brutal. Um yeah, unless you have the team to back it up and you have a bunch of strategists, like but with, if you find like one niche or one thing you can sell over and over again, which is that's what referral wave what we do with them. We like found something like a system that we could sell over and over again. And Alex Hormozzi, am I saying his name right? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. He does this too with his fitness business. He found like this one specific offer. He made it so irresistible and so valuable and he sold it over and over again. And so I feel like some of the most successful business owners do that. Yeah. I have to rethink my business strategy. <laughs> no, it's true though. Cause I mean, like I'm sitting here, I get a new client. We got to create a whole new strategy for them every single time. We have to create new templates, new graphic, everything new every single time where if I just had the same type of client over and over again, it'd be a lot easier. I guess with our new offering, we're, we're moving in that direction, but I'm like, I thought I would lose out on making money if I like such a scarcity mindset. To, to get into but yeah brilliant do you mind uh, you don't have to share this but I, um where are you at in your business at like with with the attorney stuff are you like crushing it right now are you getting started like where do you... yeah no that's a good question so we're we're kind of in like the the refining the mvp phase so we've had like a handful of clients but we're like dialing in our system so we could like get ready to scale, but we're not there at like, Oh yeah, we're like scaling to the moon yet. Yeah. Um, but we've had like, it's kind of like we had this beta test group, what it really worked for. And now we're like refining it. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting ready to like, like go ham, you know, and then I'll probably do the DM strategy or, you know, potentially expand to running ads. Cause that's what we do for the attorneys. We run the ads too. Mm-hmm. So, but we haven't been, we haven't, we haven't done that yet for us, if that makes sense. Oh, that's good. That's cool. Um, and you're, you seem to be smart about it. I'm like, so I'm like, just give me every client that comes my way. We'll figure it out afterwards. No, dude, I was like that before too. Like, honestly, yeah. I found like my people and I was like, okay, I can really help these people. And so I've just been running with it. That's good. That's good. Um, so can you tell me a little bit um about what's going on with referral wave, how how is it working with Chad? Um, and tell maybe tell the people who Chad is and, and what he does and all that type of stuff. Because I think this isn't this isn't one offer that I actually like tell everyone I run into about because it's so good. I haven't done it uh, because I taxes hit me wicked hard this year. Uh, I didn't pay any quarterly taxes last year, so I had to pay them all at once. Oh no! <laughs> it was really bad. It was brutal. But I, I have a plan to 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 sign up in the like next month or two. So I will be signing up for this, and you guys should sign up for it too. And could you could you tell them why? Uh, you can probably go into it a little bit better than I can. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's this entrepreneur named Chad Durfee, and 
what he did is he studied like referral psychology for like 10 years. <clears throat> and I believe he implemented it in his mortgage business. I think he had a mortgage lending business. And then he started consulting for huge like online entrepreneurs and consultants, like in the online funnel space specifically, just like online coaches. And he implemented this referral system that would literally generate like automated referrals, like, like cake on icing. Like it was unbelievable, like a rapid fire system. And it's because he studied the psychology behind it. So it's like, we put this process into an automated form. So everything is automated for your business. So you get onboarded with us and you get, get this like copy and paste method where you can take this into your business and nobody's doing it right now. It's, it's like exactly. remarkably different. And like referrals are literally one of the most powerful marketing mediums, if not the most powerful marketing. It is for my business. That's the only reason I'm in business. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's just a matter of like priming your clients the right way, telling them about when to refer, like sprinkling little referral ordeals at the right time and then incentivizing them. So incentives are huge with referrals. Like you have to make the, uh, you have to make it worth it for the other person. Right. So structuring the amount of percentage you give to your business or to your, your referee is huge. Um, and it's so cool. Okay. So our LTV, our client LTV with our own process, because we use this process with us where we get our clients to refer us we take someone who pays $12,000 with us, which is the LTV, and we turn that into like 48 because of the people they refer to us. So it goes from like a $12,000 LTV to a $48,000 LTV. And that's just like, we're just scratching the surface right now. It's, it's unbelievable. We're in scale mode right now. We're, we're headed into this huge like summer where, and, and Rudy Moore is a partner in this, this brand. So Moody, Rudy Moore decided to partner with Chad. They've been an all-star team and like building this company together. And it's, it's been remarkable. I, I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. And the fact that I get to help build this because I'm literally excelling at such a, a rapid pace now and I'm growing like at an unbelievable rate because of it. It's just, I just feel blessed to be like yeah. a part of it. It's, the offer is crazy. I'm like, that's what I, I'm like, 95% of my business has come from referral and it comes whenever it happens to come. And I have no system for it. If I just had a system like this one that was just automatically getting referrals all the time, um, it's like, that's how I think I'm going to scale. I don't think it's going to be a funnel. I don't think it's going to be Facebook ads. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. I think it's just going to be a referral program like this. Um, and most of my clients are in the same boat where most of their business comes from referral and it comes by accident, you know? We actually have this guarantee where he guarantees 500% back of uh, your return on investment, 500% back. Otherwise you get your that? <laughs> Exactly. That's why, that's the reason why I pitch it. I'm like, dude, he's guaranteeing your return on your investment. And I didn't know it was 500%. That shit, that's crazy. Well, we just, we actually just are rolling that out. Um, so yeah, you're getting it from me, the inside scoop, you're rolling yeah, yeah. this out, but if you don't get 500% back on a return on your investment, we give you your money. Back. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's crazy. And on a, on a 12,000, I thought it was 15. I was going to pay 15 and I still think it's worth it. 
Oh no, that's just an example. That's not figurative number. Oh, that's okay, got it, got it. Okay, so no, it right. is fifteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The author's fifteen. <laughs> it could be higher by the time we get there, but who cares? You're getting five hundred percent back. But you, you better hope it's higher to get more money back. That's awesome. It's so cool. And I don't pitch anything on the show either. I really don't. But like people who already have a business and they they should be doing this stuff. They this is like one of the few things that I'm like, guys, this is the one. This is it. Well, you um, refer them. You get incentivized. You get some twenty percent. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I gotta keep track person, of it. So, yeah, if, if that person gets fifteen thousand dollars, they pay fifteen thousand dollars. You get twenty percent back of that key. Ooh, that's three grand, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So, if you're listening to the show <laughs> and you sign up, um, tell Brianna and tell Chad you got sent from Keaton, and um, make sure I'll make sure they send me my cut. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kind of kidding. No, but for real, you know, he's no, but for real though, (laughs) a little slice because I'm nice. No, that's exactly right. I mean, like, that's how it should be. I'm having a hard time with that with my business because it's like recurring revenue and the lifetime is until they stop. And I'm like, Mm. should I do it for like a six month period or should I change my package? So I'm like selling it for like. Do I do a six month package and it's this one big price and they pay it all up front and then I can, you know, cut out a nice big chunk. I'm still playing with it. That's why I got to hire you guys. You'll, you'll help me through it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Just bring us on board. Yeah. Um, so if you, are you, are you, are you religious? Actually, I like to dip into like things. And if you don't want to talk about religion at all, we'll skip past it. But I like to talk about topics you're not supposed to talk about. Yes. Um, so I love, I like love Jesus and I actually am pretty oh, that's clear. That's the wrong thing to do for Jesus, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I, didn't even I, I just said the devil horns, but it was for, like, I was just like rock on Jesus, but like, <laughs> I didn't mean to like that. I love Jesus too. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I did it on accident. Living on the edge. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> it's like a rock on show. I never think about it like that. But anyways, so you love Jesus. Yes, um, I love Jesus. And I really believe that I'm in this space of the entrepreneurial world because I'm supposed to like show, like be a light in a dark place, you know, because like the Mm -hmm. entrepreneur world is very money driven. It's very like there's a lot of adultery going on. It's just I mean, the greed like literally buries you alive sometimes, you know, and it's really hard to find good people. It's really, really hard to find good people. So I feel like I'm supposed to be in the space just to show people love. It's And Jesus is all about love. That's what it boils down to. Like, that's what I really believe it's and it's not about being in this cookie cutter, like little box where you're supposed to just like only be in here. And if you can't be in there and you don't go here, you know, because I've been a part of churches like that. They shun you because you're not fitting into the, the Christian mold per se, but right. it, it's like so much more about that. It's just all about love, you know? Yeah, that's it. And you found some good people. I feel like I found you. I mean, come on. Can't get much better than that. <laughs> yeah. I'm the best. No, I'm just kidding. But you're, you, I, I, um, I just had a podcast yesterday with this guy, Ken Jocelyn. He actually mm-hmm. used to be a preacher and he, Grant Cardone, he's buddies with them. And he called he calls him hey preacher. Preacher, come over here. And the, that's yeah. the guy. And um, he, yeah, he's a pastor for a long time. And he talks about the the focus on significance over successful. 
being successful, right? You want to be significant, not successful. And like what he, the way he talks about that is like successful people want to use other people around them to be, get successful, mm. right? And see, so people want to be significant, yeah. want to help all the people around them become more successful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about that a lot with like my team and my employees now. I'm like, geez, I'm like, gotta make sure I'm framing all those things that it's not for me. You're not for greed because you're right. I mean, why would you start a business if it wasn't to make money? Mm-hmm. But it's like, what do you do with that money that matters in the first place? And it doesn't always have to be driving the factor, like a driving factor. Like the, my favorite thing actually since I started the business has been going to events that I never, ever, ever, ever would have gone to and meeting people that I would have never, ever met like you and, and, and Rudy and, and, and Chad and all these people. Um, Cause they are wonderful people to know and to, to meet and like um, that's been worth more than any dollar amount that I've gotten. I don't know if you agree with me there, but like, oh, yeah. the relationships are what, what matter. Yeah. Relationships are so beautiful and it's crazy. It's cause like, we can't do this alone, you know, like we can't, we're not supposed to be like on this abandoned Island, just doing our thing. And sometimes it feels, it feels like that, but it's like, we need like people like you and I to like push each other forward and keep that momentum going. It's all about relationships and all about like helping one, one another, like reach our goals. Mm-hmm. Just loving on people. I like that. My buddy Drew, he, he's been on the podcast too. He's a big, we call, he, it's an endearing term. He was a Jesus freak, you know, <laughs> loves Jesus. And um, that's, he always says that. You just got to go out in the, into the world and love on people the best you can. Um, so there's some questions that I like to ask everyone on the, on the show. Um, they're kind of weird and special. <laughs> And like, they can be a little touchy sometimes, but um, if you had to name your biggest regret in your life, what do you think it would be? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, biggest regret. I don't know. I don't really think of the, I don't really like regret much. I think I take each lesson as a learning experience, you know, like mm-hmm. I've screwed up so many times and I guess it's a matter of just like analyzing what happened and taking that and like saying, how can I learn from this and become a better person or be the person I'm supposed to be given like the situation, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's been times in my life where I've lost friendships over like stupid things, you know? And I'm like, dang, I could have said it better. I could have communicated better. I shouldn't have like reacted that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess it's just a matter of like taking those like so-called regrets in your mind and just like learning from them, you know? Yeah, I'm with you on it for sure. Um, now I'm going to dig a little deeper. Um, if you could go back in time, you can go back in time to any age, right? And you can tell yourself three sentences. What age would you go back to? And what would those three sentences be? And I'll let you decide if you want to tell us why you chose those three sentences. Mm-hmm. So when I was around like 16 years old, I ran for Miss Palmdale, like a beauty pageant. <laughs> and, um, you know, I wasn't myself. Like I wasn't myself during those interviews or like when I was up on stage, I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. 
So I would probably go back in time and like say, hey, Brie, just like shine so bright and like let that light of Jesus like shine through you and just be yourself and who you're supposed to be. And then, you know, people will fall in love with you, you know, and I think that's what I've learned over the years. Like you can't just force something, you know, you can't make it seem like you're this, that, or the other. You have to be like your real authentic self and whoever gravitates towards that gravitates towards it. And whoever doesn't, doesn't, you know, and even in a beauty pageant, when you're up there on stage trying to like win a title, it's like, you just got to be yourself and like rock it. And then the people who are supposed to be in your life will be in your life. That's good. So be yourself is one of them. It's so cliche, but I guess. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's good. I love it. Like, or like, or you'd figure out a way if you had to go back in time and tell yourself that. But like, I get it. It could be done in one sentence. What's what's two more things that you'd say? Oh my God, dang. I was like, oh, I'm good with this question. We're done. No, I'm going to dig into it. This is good. What's two more things? That's I love that one, by the way. I love, I, because, um, and you hit the nail on the head because like, if you're being yourself, you're going to attract the people that are supposed to be around you. Right. And the opposite's true. Right. Like if you're not being yourself, you're going to attract people that you shouldn't be around. Mm. Oh yeah. No. You know what I mean? So, you so. know, I, I don't know if this is a tangent, but I went to um, like a private Christian school my whole life and, yeah. and everybody was, um, everybody was white. Right. And I'm half white, half Mexican. And I, I feel like I resonate more with the Latino culture because I'm very charismatic and very like Latinos are like very charismatic and outgoing and like, hi, 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 you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my fiance is half Dominican and Colombia. So oh, we're okay. dancing to salsa and merengue yes. and, and everything like uh, reggaeton, every party and it's blasting louder and somehow we're screaming loud enough for us to hear each other sending it. Yeah. So I'm right there with you. And like every, everyone, hi, how's it going? Kissing the cheek, you know, every single time. They come in screaming and dancing at the same time, just like on a Tuesday morning. Like it's blows my mind. It's, it's amazing. It's life full of energy. So anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I get you for sure. But these kids in, in middle school, like, I just, I just didn't click with them. And they were all white, white people. And nothing against white people. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. racist, guys. <laughs> no, but I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I didn't understand why I didn't click with these people. I was like, is there something wrong with me? And then my mom started taking me salsa dancing in Los Angeles when I was like 14, 15. And she started taking me to underage clubs. Like and we were like going out together and being all spicy because she's, she's the Mexicana one. Uh-huh. And, and so it made me realize like, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, you click with different people, you know? That's like, okay. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And so I, I tend to click with more charismatic people and um, it tends to be more people of like culture and stuff like that. And I, I love white people too. <laughs> Cause I am white, like my dad's white. So, yeah. but it helped me understand myself better too. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. Second thing I would go back and tell myself, like, don't let anybody like make you feel like you're not who you are supposed to be, you know, just, just rock who you are. I guess that's the same thing as what same I think, but that's a, that's the main message you want to get across. Yeah. You felt like maybe when you were that age that you were trying to be someone else altogether. 
Yeah. I think most people are. Let's get that. Like, it's not just Brianna here, guys. It's like <laughs> when you're 16 years old, you're, you know, you're trying to fit in. Yeah. Um, even if it's not who you want to be or who you are. No, never mind. Want to be isn't like it's who you are. Yeah, I get you. You were trying to steer past the question. Like, let me go on a tangent. No, I'm just joking. So you dance salsa though. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. I dance salsa, bachata, and I love reggaeton. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I love it. Okay, so you do this too? Like, I'm she- working on it. I'm working on it. So I here's like, I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm going to talk about it. Um, the for our wedding, I, before our wedding, I'm going to get salsa lessons, and I'm going to surprise everyone. Yes, the good. Getting- <laughs> and then I'm gonna show up for like our first dance or whatever, and I'm gonna be like, it'll be like this nice smooth song and stuff, and I'll be like, DJ, hit that shit. And then I'm gonna start dancing uh salsa like crazy. Okay, uh, this needs to be filmed. You're filming this, right? Oh yeah, it's gotta be for sure. I'll get three videographers, different angles, everything. It's gonna look like a professional <laughs> production. Um, <laughs> they'll probably be you know, yo no sé mañana. Yo no sé mañana. Yes, my, that's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Nice, love it. Uh, a brujaria. I like that a one. Brujaria? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I love that the song. song. That song, yeah. I love all that stuff. It's so good. And then, yeah, or like learning Spanish. You know, I, I never thought I'd be able to learn a language without like taking a course or a class, but just being around it. Yeah, that means you love it. You love the Latina spice. You're all about. You know what? You know what made me fall in love with it? It was the food. <laughs> Dude, it like <laughs> empanadas and rapitas every day, um, and rice like the, the best rice, jasmine rice. I didn't. Even, it's not even Spanish, but like they make jasmine rice. That's all they do. And it's really really good. Um, yeah. Anyways, we got we got off on a tangent. But we're being real, right? Like that's what it's all about. But, um, I I went on someone else's podcast. I don't think I might have mentioned this to you, but they'll get on. A, I was like chatting with him before, like he's my buddy, like my friend. And as soon as the mic goes on, and as soon as he starts the intro, he like turns into this different person, like a different tone of voice and everything. Oh my and I'm like, what the heck, man? <laughs> you just can't. I don't know. Uh, people want to listen to this crap. I feel like more than someone just trying to preach at them and tell them how they shouldn't do things or shouldn't do things. And, Dang, and you things. know, you knew the dude. So you're like, okay, bro, I know you, you're not like this. Yeah. Dang. He like st- stood up straighter and stuff. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Too <laughs> much. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, I mean, can people, are you posting on Facebook and Inst- you're posting on Instagram and stuff now? TikToks, all that yeah, type of stuff? TikToks. I'm actually doing this challenge where I'm, um, oh my God, I'm recording a little like Latin dance every day of 75 hard. So I'm doing the fitness oh challenge. Oh my God. You're doing 75 doing, hard? No, I'm doing a little merengue dance. <laughs> oh my God. Do you, do you tell people, everyone, tell everyone what 75 hard is because this shit's crazy. Okay. Um, I'm doing my own version of 75 hard though. I'm not going to lie. I'm oh yeah. Hardcore, but like 75 hard is you're supposed to do, you're supposed to work out twice a day, one time outside, one time inside, um, drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of an entrepreneur book or any type of book, um, and then stick to a diet. That's kind of like the premise of it. And no uh, cheat days, no nothing. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm doing like one workout a day and then the sticking. Dance. I, uh, yeah, 
a little, a little dance video and then yeah. um, and then reading so those are like and then of course the water yeah so mm. i'm doing like my own version <laughs> cool what what book what's one book you think everyone should read Ooh, okay so i'm reading this book it's called um oh, what is it called it's about king solomon oh is it proverbs i'm just kidding um, <laughs> you did write the book of proverbs wait it's yeah, the yeah. richest man who in ever babylon lived. in babylon <laughs> is that what it is the, no the richest man who ever lived oh um, okay and it's about king solomon and it's mm-hmm. basically oh my gosh dude like if you want to tr- accumulate wealth you need to study king solomon because he's the richest man who ever walked this earth. And yeah, not like, only is he the richest, but like he was the wisest, right? That's what the, that's what Drew, who was on the podcast, was telling me because I didn't know. That's why that's the only reason I knew he wrote the book of Proverbs because he told me. But um, he said that he, God came to him and asked him like what he wanted the most, and he's like, "I want to be the wisest person in the world," and he was. Yeah. So like, I didn't even know he was the richest. See, I'm learning something new about King Solomon every other podcast. And God was like, not only will I give you wisdom, I'll make you the richest dude ever. And that's what he did. And he gave him the wisdom to understand how to do that. So like, I really believe as an entrepreneur, if you have faith backed by persistent action, you can accomplish anything. Because God says you can move mountains with faith of a mustard seed, like faith of a mustard seed. And so, and then just pray for wisdom, like the King Solomon did. So. Yeah. You just know it's coming. The knowingness with faith. Faith is like an emotion though. Like it's like one thing I'm trying to get across. I'm like doing all these. Our new service is that um, those like subtitles with the different colors and the emojis and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. So Did you get that from Ryan at the I stole it, dude. I'm doing it. Dude. And I, I have the systems that he doesn't have, so I won't get wait lists and stuff. So I'm, I'm going to scale past it. He's going to take him right out but uh, no you, how did you how did you like his presentation or i loved it? it it was brilliant i wrote down everything i turned it into an sop and it goes comes with the service now so like i was thinking of you the whole time yeah i was going nuts and you know how mad i was that he was the last speaker i was like oh man everyone's gonna want to work with him <laughs> like, but no it's, it was so, it was so good it was really really good and super insightful it's the reason why my client now got his first hundred thousand view TikTok and is blown up like crazy, right? No way. Yeah. Stop. From coaching him based off of that. Yeah. It's nuts. So it works. The stuff works, man. Um, so what was I going with that? I said something. Oh, something I'm trying to get across to my viewers, right? All the people, the people on the podcast, listening to the podcast on my Instagram, TikTok and stuff is that like the law of attraction is not like just visualizing your goal or like having a bunch of money in your bank account or like being on a yacht or anything. It's visualizing the feeling and it's emotionalizing, I'm calling it, right? Like, I love that. And that's really what faith is, is like having that emotion that you know it's coming. It is, it is not that it's even coming, but like just having those emotions and feelings. Jen Gottlieb had a TikTok that was just so brilliant where she said, like, close your eyes and then imagine yourself at a party and everyone there is there for you. Everyone's coming up to you and congratulating you, shaking your hand. Your mom and dad are there. They're crying. They're so proud of you. And imagine that feeling. 
You don't even have to know what they're congratulating you for. Just imagine how that feels and feel it for a moment. Like that's what visual visualization is not like I have a hundred thousand and I have a million in my bank, bank account or something like that. Oh, that's really good. I love that. That's pretty deep. Mm. There. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so what, what was the, the richest man who ever lived? Yeah. The richest man who ever lived King Solomon. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Um, I'm actually starting to create TikToks around King Solomon. So, um, okay. I'm not going to lie. I actually, I, I got a lot from Ryan's, um, Ryan's presentation and I am starting to systemize my TikToks because of it. And like, mm -hmm. if I, if I have the bandwidth, like I would be super open to like expand on that. Um, but right now I'm so focused on the attorney niche, but, totally. but I've, I've systemized how to do this for my own video. So I'm going to be launching like new, like subtitles and stuff, not like exactly like Ryan, but similar. Mm. As a service for you, like you're, you're going to be selling it to people. No, well, I'm doing it for myself. And if I have, when, when it comes time, now it could talk with me because I'm a lot cheaper than Ryan is and it's <laughs> just as good, but, um, or just give me a couple of them. I'll do it for free. And then you can see what it's like. No, 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 no. I systemize it. I have some dude editing it for me and I'm sending oh, okay. him the videos. So cool. I kind of know how to do it myself. Does that make sense? Oh, got it. Got it. You're on top of it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're doing TikToks on King Solomon and yeah, dancing. Right oh yeah. And I know it's this weird thing. I do talk about entrepreneurship and salsa dancing. <laughs> like, like this girl's out there. It's good. You're real. Um, I want to pretty much wrap this up. Um, the, uh, I don't really think I have any more questions for you. I probably do have them written down somewhere, but you know what, what we'll do is we'll have you back on. And you're going to be crushing it in like two, two days from now, you'll have a seven figure attorney, uh, lead generation business and stuff. <laughs> no, but seriously, like you'll come back like six months or so from now and you'll have a huge story to tell too. And, uh, testimony to how Jesus is moving in your life and all that stuff too. So I, I want to bring you back on. I'll ask those questions then. And, um, I do the same thing that Alex Ramosi does. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm not, I did tell you about stuff you could buy, but I'm not trying to sell you something really. Um, I, and if I do tell you that you should go after something or get purchase something for your business, it's because it's actually going to help you and make you way more money than you're spending. Um, but with that being said, if you know someone who like this episode could help, or you thought it was cool, you want to share it out, I would truly appreciate it. And if you could leave a review and uh, so we can get up on the ratings and then we can get this out to more people and get more awesome guests like Brianna here. And um I just want to thank you so much for being on the show, Brianna. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're awesome. I love that you love Jesus. That's cool. Keaton. You're the man. Ooh. You're the woman. <laughs> the woman. <laughs> woman. All right, guys. Until next time. Peace.